you ever just want to hear how the famous found fame, how the poor man became a millionaire, how risking comfort gave someone more freedom? Honestly, do you ever just wonder if everything will be okay? Welcome to the Y'all Podcast, where everyone has a seat at the table. I'm your host, Laura Jean Bell. In this space, I will share stories about life, Jesus, and the South, stories of the past and the ones that are still being written to instill hope without fear of the future. Meet with me around the table, sharing tales about the lives of others, of business and risk and heartache and joy and failure and success. Let go of the fear that hopelessness is your destiny and fill up on the encouragement that mercies are new each day. Because the best thing about a story is that there is a beginning and an end. Hey y'all, I'm so glad that you decided to take a seat at the table with me to hear the story of how a possum got in the house. I know it sounds really dramatic and it's because it is. It's one of the funnier stories that happened to me and my parents when I was just in eighth grade. It was a crazy night. One of the funnier moments in our family history and one story that truly actually taught me really what happens to us when fear comes in and takes hold in a place where it's number one, not welcome. And number two, when it attacks the very things that we should be doing. It's crazy what fear can do. It's crazy how fear can make us act. It's crazy how fear can come in and create such an insanely, sometimes hilarious, sometimes irrational circumstance or scenario in our lives. So today, I hope you can sit back and enjoy the story of how eighth grade Laura Jean Plunkett, now Laura Jean Bell, led a possum into her parents' house. How we got the possum to leave and y'all, how this story actually can be pointed back to faith, to the goodness of God and how something so small can actually teach you such a big lesson. Y'all enjoy this story. I'm excited for you to hear it. The year was 2005 and I was an eighth grader at an art school in our city. I was getting my social butterfly self ready because my best friend was the lead in our school play. And I obviously had to go show my support. A friend of mine and his dad were coming to pick me up to go see that play. And I was in this mad dash to get ready. As I was walking towards our laundry room to snag my shirt that I was fluffing in the dryer, my mom caught me. Now we all know what it's like when your mom catches you when you haven't done a chore. And my mom says, now I asked you to take out the trash three times today and you still haven't done it. And for those of you who don't know me um, or really know anything about me, I'm the pleasing compliant child of my family which also means that I'll say, sure, I'll do that. And then never actually do it. (laughs) And this was one of those nights. So for further description, the main reason that I had not actually taken the trash out was number one, I didn't want to. Number two, I was looking fresh and I did not want trash goop on my clothes. And number three, and the most important reason was my parents' house is terrifying on the outside at night. It's a woodsy house. There's a one, there's like a whole entire one acre lot in the backyard that's solely pine trees. 
there's critters and creatures that lurk in the woods. And in my imagination, there was a lot, like a whole entire family of axe murderers that were going to take me. I was pretty certain of it. And honestly, I thought one day I'm going to disappear. And then 18 years later, there's going to be a story on me on some not so popular magazine that says, we still don't know what happened to Lara Jean Plunkett. That is how I envisioned my life outside my parents' house at night. That's how terrifying it was. Anyways, I digress. The point is I didn't want to take the trash out. I had a massive crush on the friend that was coming to get me for this play. And I didn't want to smell like trash, let alone be taken in the woods and never have the opportunity for him to like me. Eighth grade love was very important, but my mother's favorite words to say to me were, you will not go anywhere tonight if that trash is not taken out in the next five minutes. So needless to say, I rolled up my sleeves to take out the stupid trash. And because I was terrified of the outside of my parents' house, I had kind of this plan. Every time I had to do something at night, I had this plan of execution of how I would run outside quickly and run back in. But if the door was shut behind me, I had to, it would take longer to get back in the house. So obviously I had to leave the door open. So my goal was to leave the door open, run quickly to the trash can, throw the trash in and run as fast as I could back into the house. The door was open. It created obviously a faster way of accomplishing this task and escaping their terrifying yard. So I do what I always did. I leave the door open. I run to throw the trash and I dash towards the door only to be met by a possum who managed to slide in the door faster than I could. Yes, you heard that correctly. A possum. (laughs) My attempt to escape the yard turned into blood curdling screams that echoed through the whole house and neighborhood that a possum was in the freaking actual house. Yes, I screamed, there is a possum in the house, like screaming. My mom was on our cordless phone in the kitchen and I could see her see that possum and hear me screaming. So for some reason, my knee jerk reaction was to actually run into the house but my mother's was to run out. So she and I passed each other. As she, as I ran in, she ran out. I ran to the kitchen and my mother runs to the family suburban with the cordless telephone and she locks herself in the car. And at this point, I'm standing there completely frozen with no actual thoughts running through my head. But I hear my dad, the brave, brave Grover Plunkett in the back of the house yelling, it's headed for the kitchen. And so I thought of running outside, but wouldn't the possum get me there too? Like, couldn't the possum go outside? Because if the possum runs back out of the house, then I'm trapped outside with the possum. So I can't run outside. So obviously I have to hide in the kitchen, but where in the kitchen do I hide in the next four and a half seconds? So within that thought process, I just dove onto the counter like Superman, dove onto the counter, and then curled up in a ball. And as I curled up in a ball, I looked down only to see the possum sitting on my parents' kitchen floor, looking at me and hissing. Like there is nothing more terrifying, like this nasty, creepy possum with their, oh, with their teeth. So gross. Anyways, he's hissing at me. And my dad comes in the kitchen. I was screaming so hard that it was almost like silent. Like I was almost just like breathing. Um, I had terrified tears running down my face and I started reaching 
into my parents' medicine cabinet and throwing vitamin bottles and shaking them in an attempt to somehow scare this creature that decided to invade our home and our personal happy space. And the possum stopped hissing and got really still. And my dad looked at me and he said, don't move. So he walks over and he grabs the broom. And all of a sudden, a puddle begins to form around the possum. Yes, pee, possum pee, possum freaking pee spreading all over my parents' kitchen floor. My dad snagged the broom, opened the door, and practically swept the possum out of the kitchen back into its own natural habitat. He proceeded to go outside and lure my mother back into the house, and she refused to get out of the car. So my dad goes and gets the keys, unlocks the door, and carries her over his shoulder back into the house. She was paralyzed with fear. My sister, who lived in Tuscaloosa and was on the other line with her, thought she was drunk. And we cleaned up the urine off my parents' floor. I splashed on a few more sprays of Love Spell by Victoria's Secret. And that boy came and picked me up to go watch the play. We went on with our evenings, a little shaken, but pretty much normal. This story, I always kind of come back to it as like a family staple story. The Plunkets always have some kind of weird thing happen to them. And this is one of my favorite ones. Not really because it holds such great significance, but because it's so stinking hilarious and so interesting how each one of us in the house that night actually reacted different to the circumstance. My mom completely removed herself, locked the doors, and she waited it out. I panicked and I screamed. I lost my mind and basically couldn't move. My dad approached it face first. Well, I guess broom first. He swept it out, shut the door, picked up my mom and the pee, and he called it a night. Today, as I'm telling this story again, I actually want to address something very simple that this story actually kind of surfaced for me. The possum was scared too. Now, I know that this sounds kind of silly, like really, this is about the possum being scared too, but hear me out. The possum was scared too. Sometimes I think fear has this way of crippling us and we all face it differently. We run, we freeze, or we fight. But have you ever thought about the fear that you're facing? The thought that won't leave, the circumstance that you've just decided is going to happen that's just whirling around in your mind. How sometimes the fear is just there and lingering because really the enemy himself is scared of you. He wants you to decide that you aren't good enough to write that book, that it's too dangerous to serve that community, that that person or those people are not worth forgiving. When in reality, it's actually the very thing that you should be doing. But there goes fear running into your territory, peeing on your dreams and leaving you disheveled and left to clean up the mess. If I can speak from a place of transparency here, there are more things in my life that I am so terrified to do because of the story I have made up in my mind about them. A whole story that I've written out of what someone will think or do or how they'll react or what might happen if I fill in the blank. When in reality, it's actually never going to happen. The enemy places the fear right in front of you because he knows that if you finish it, If you face that fear, 
if you do the very thing that God placed on your heart to do, that Holy Spirit came to you and prompted you to do, the very task before you. And I, I love there's a verse in Ephesians that said that says, it was not a result of your own efforts, so you can't brag about it, but God made us what we are. In Christ Jesus, God made us to do good works, which he planned in advance for us to live our lives doing. So God planned something in advance before you you were even born. He planned in advance for us to do these good works. And sometimes fear is going to come in and try to stop us from doing the very thing that we were called to do, the very thing that God put in advance for us to do. And the reality is that the father of lies and confusion and pain is the one who actually lives in fear of us the children living under the authority and the power of Jesus Christ. And when that idea that Holy Spirit gives you starts happening and you begin to cower out of fear, why did that thought come in in the first place? It came in to change the path that God had placed you on, to move you out of the way, out of the the place where God has set you to dance because the enemy comes to disrupt. We leave the door wide open for him to run right on in and ruin our plans, disrupt what was a good day or week or month or year. And as silly of a story as it is that this possum running into my parents' house in 2005 and peeing on our kitchen floor somehow brought about this concept is beyond me because it really is beyond me because God can use any moment to teach us how to sweep fear out the door and keep moving. Friends, don't let the enemy steal the very thing that you were meant to do. Keep moving forward. Keep pressing on. And when that fear runs through the doorway of your mind on the road well-traveled in that brain of yours, take a minute, breathe, grab a broom, and sweep it out. Y'all, thank you so much for listening in today. I hope this story left you encouraged as you go about the rest of your day and week. If you want to follow along with updates, blogs, and more episodes, head over to my website, laurabellwrites.com to subscribe so you can stay up to date. If you want to follow along on social media, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. You can like the Y'all Podcast page on Facebook, or you can follow the Y'all Podcast Instagram account. If you want, you can take a peek inside my personal Instagram feed at laura underscore jean underscore bell. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can be notified for every new episode. I'll talk to y'all soon.